Hi, my name is Rhonda Minga, and I would like to welcome you today to Freedom Ministries in Crossed, Arkansas. I invite you to connect with us online at freedomministriescrossed.com. Now let's take the time to pray before we tune in to today's message. Lord, I lift you up, and I just pray that you draw us by your Spirit. I pray that you show us your Word. You give us great and mighty revelations of who you are and how you want to move in and through us. Lord, be with these people as they tune in now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That the church era is over. It's over. Church as you know it is over. It's over. Thank you, Jesus. He's doing a new thing. He's moving amongst us. He's doing a new thing. And he wants us to go with his spirit, to yield with his spirit. And whatever he wants to do is what we do. That's what we do. We don't, we don't go on with our agenda. We don't go on with our, my sermon. We don't go on with our songs. We don't go on with that. If we do that, we're going to end up in religion. And we ain't going to have no fire. And I... Your pastor, I want the fire of God. I want the end time church. I want what God is calling us to. I want what he is, he is asking us if we will yield ourselves to him and let him have church the way he wants to have church. And if we spend the whole service praying, if we spend the whole service on our face, God, bring them back. God, do something in Cross at Arkansas. God, do something in us. Do something in us, God. If we spend the whole service doing that, oh, my God, that's wonderful. Because it's church by the Spirit. By the Spirit of God. And that is what I want. That is what I want. I am um, in prayer this morning. We saw where the, where, where, the, where the enemy is always bringing something to the just. But God sits there and laughs at him. And that's what we should do too. You will not take this. You will not take freedom ministry. So I'm asking y'all. I am asking you to hook up with me and to fight for this ministry, to give it everything you've got, to intercede for this ministry, to intercede for the leadership of this ministry, to intercede for the new people in this ministry, to intercede for what God wants to do in Crossit, Arkansas, because it is major. God spoke and he said, the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the glory of the former house. And in this house, I will establish peace. Hallelujah. That is the word of God. That is what God spoke about freedom ministries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You look toward him. We taught it this morning in, in prayer. Because we, we put on that song, the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. And whenever we can not look at my circumstances, not look what's going on around me, God fights the battles. Jehoshaphat had four armies coming against him. Four armies. There's some, there's some armies coming against Cross at Arkansas right now. Can I just say that? There's some armies coming against. There's hordes of hell coming against Cross at Arkansas because God has a plan for Cross at Arkansas and the devil is trying to stop it at all cost because he thinks that Coke Industries is our God. He thinks that that paper mill is our source. He thinks that if he can shut that thing down, he can shut down Cross It and he can have all y'all move off to some other place and he can shut down Freedom Ministries. And I guarantee you that is the reason. That is the Y'all didn't hear me. That is the reason this is happening. Because he is trying to shut Freedom Ministries down. That is amazing that I ain't thought of that. I, I have not thought of that. That just came out of me. That that paper mill shutting down because the devil is trying to stop this right here. And I am sorry for the loss of those people's jobs. But devil, 
you will not have your way. You will not have your way. We push you back in the name of Jesus. We drive you out of our town in the name of Jesus. We stand in the gates of this city and we declare the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord says that cross it is on my map. That means his eye is on this place. And it don't make no difference what the industry is. It makes no difference at all. It makes no difference at all. God has got us. People say that all the time. God got us, and they ain't asked God nothing. They don't know if God has anything. Because you cannot just assume anything. You have to hear God. But when God said, my eyes on you, cross it's on my map. I wrote my name on these altars right here. When he spoke and he said, don't worry. The silver and the gold belong to me. And the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the glory of the former house. And in this house, I bring peace. Come on. Shaka-baba. <laughs> hey, so it don't matter. It does not matter what the enemy is trying to do. It does not matter. He can shake and he can rattle and he can roll. That's all right. Because, because these prophets are also saying that it's not in the mega church. It is not going to be in the mega church. It's called remnant. <laughs> it's called remnant. A remnant is a piece. You know what remnant means? Those that are left. That's what the remnant is. When, that, when, that, uh, when the enemy comes in and he lifts up a, what you call it? What does he lift up? A standard? <laughs> But God raises. Was he? Was God raised? <laughs> comes in like a flood. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When the enemy comes in like a flood, then God raises the standard, and that's what's happening around here. That is exactly what's happening, and we just have to look at God because when we look at Him and we praise Him in the midst of whatever is going on, in the midst of, because you know, you know, some of us might lose a few things, but big deal, it's just some things. We ain't losing each other. We just lose. We might. We might. Big deal. No. No big. You know, it ain't nothing but a thing. But God lifts up the standard. And God calls the shots around here. And God said, I put my name on these altars. And the devil trying to shut these altars down. Because the glory of God is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I thank you that you reign. The Lord God reigns in Crossed Arkansas. The Lord God reigns in Freedom Ministries. You rule and you reign in this house, God. And we look to you because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. You are God. You are my source. You are. You are my source of life. You are God. You are our our provider, you're our redeemer, you're our deliverer, you you, it's all you. It's all you, God. And we thank you. I thank you for where you're taking us and what you're doing with us, God. I thank you that we are a sought-out city, not forsaken, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, because, y'all, we teach around here that if you get a word from God, you can stand on that word. So God spoke in prayer again before these things happen. See, before this stuff happens, he spoke and he said, y'all are a, a sought-out city, not forsaken. And he also said, all those that belong to you, I will send to you. So we're not, we're not scared. We're not afraid. We're not shaky. The foundation is established and settled. And I thank you, God, for what you're doing. And, and you know that 300 is a remnant. Because Gideon's army, they talked about Gideon, and we were going to talk about Gideon today. They talked about Gideon last night. You know, he started with 22,000. And, and, and um, God said, speak to all of those who are afraid. And if they're afraid, they can leave now. 12,000 left. 12,000 left. You would think that 10,000 was the remnant. No. No. 
And then he keeps going. God says, There's, you got too many. There's too many people. Because, if, because now, right now, if I give you the armies, if I give you the land, they can say they did it because there's so many of them. But God says, no, we're going to whittle this down some more. And he said, those, you can read about this in Judges 7. Because I know we got to mention scripture. Those that, they, he brought them to the water. And those that took the water in their hand and, he said, set them aside. But those who put their face in the water, send them home. Apostle Angie brought out last night how if I'm going to lap water like a dog, that's pretty humble. I'm humble if I'm doing something like that. The remnant is humble. The remnant knows who their God is. The remnant walks in the fear of the Lord, not the fear of man. And so with 300, from 22,000 to 300 God did what he wanted to do. And in these last days, God will have a remnant. And I want this church to be counted in that remnant. I want to be counted in this remnant. And I want to, I want to talk to you about remnant. Remnant. There's several different words in the, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, that, that is, they use that word for remnant. But it means, remnant means a survivor. That which is left, the rest, those remaining, the residue, the final portion. Wait, the final portion that has escaped. It means excellence. Abundance, affluence, superiority. The remnant, God has his eye on the remnant. He has his eye on the remnant. Let's read Joel 2. Let's read Joel 2. I'm going to let you go in just a minute, uh, Elder Dana, and we're going to just praise God. Okay, but I just feel to do this right now. You can't even hardly see me. Thank you, Jesus. Joel chapter 2, we read Joel 2 all the time because in that is where he says, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He says, oh my goodness, where does it? Joel 2 is all marked up. Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm in my holy mountain. All the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. For it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess. A day of clouds and thick darkness. Like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come great and strong. The like of whom has never been. Nor will there ever be any such after them. He's talking about the remnant. That's what he's talking about. It says, A fire devours before them, and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Surely nothing shall escape them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses, and like the swift steeds so they run. With a noise like chariots over mountaintops they leap. Like the noise of a flaming fire that devours the stubble. Like a strong people set in battle array. Before them the people writhe in pain. All faces are drained of color. They run like mighty men. They climb the wall like, mighty, like men of war. Everyone marches in formation and they do not break ranks. They do not push one another. Everyone marches in his own column. Though they lunge between the weapons, they are not cut down. They run to and fro in the city. They run on the wall. They climb to, into the houses. They enter into the windows like a thief. The earth quakes before them. The heavens tremble. The sun and the moon grow dark. The stars diminish their brightness. The Lord gives voice before his army. <laughs> For his camp is very great. For strong is the one who executes his word. 
For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can endure it? Who can endure the day of the Lord? Come on. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart. The terrible day of the Lord is approaching. Turn to me with all your heart. With fasting and weeping and with mourning, rend your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. We are Zion. We are Zion. The called of the Lord, we are Zion. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and the nursing babies. And let the bridegroom go out from his chamber. And the bride from her dressing room. He's saying, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're on your honeymoon. I don't care if you just had a baby nursing. The terrible day of the Lord is coming. It's coming. And you have got to turn your heart. You have got to turn your heart to Him. You have to turn your heart to Him. See, that's why we're calling those that belong to us back to us. We are calling you back. We call you back. Rend your heart before the Lord. Repent. 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 Repent for the day of the Lord is at hand. Turn to me with all your heart. I'm going to read that again. Turn to me with all your heart. With fasting and weeping and mourning. So rend your heart and not your garment. Return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and of great kindness. And he does not want to do harm. He says in Chronicles 7, 14, If my people, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and repent. He ain't talking about the world. He ain't talking about no sinner. He's talking about me and you. If me and you will humble ourselves, if me and you will stop being so consumed with our day-to-day life, if me and you will stop being so concerned about what's going on in my life and start being concerned with Him, Start being concerned with what's going on in this world. When you look at the word of God, you see that we are in the last days. Evil is called good and good is called evil. People hate. They are not thankful. They are lovers of their self, lovers of pleasure. We are lovers of pleasure. His people are lovers of pleasure. We don't hate the world. He says, if you love me, you have to hate the world. You are not of this world. You're just in it. But you are in it to make a difference. We're not in it to be conformed like it. We are not in the world to look like the world. We are not in the world to act like the world. We are not in the world to do what the world is doing. We are in the world to show Jesus Christ. That's why we're here. I'm not of this place. I am of that. My home is there. And before too much longer, God help us. And we will be there with him forever. Forever and ever. This life is just a vapor. I don't want to spend my vapor on the things of the world. I don't want to spend my vapor on the lust of the flesh, 
the lust of the eye, what looks good to me and what feels good to me. I don't want to spend my vapor like that. I have to spend my vapor because life is but a vapor. That's what I'm talking about. Eternity, you cannot measure. But this life right here is just a vapor. My 70 to 120 years is like in the eye of eternity. And if I spend that focused on myself, focused on what's going on around me, I waste my vapor. I waste it. He said, turn to me with all your heart. And if you find there's trouble in turning to him, fast and pray. Because some things just don't come out but by prayer and fasting. Some things don't come out of me but by prayer and fasting. Turn to me with all your heart. With fasting and with weeping and with mourning, rend your heart and not your garment. He's calling us to be Him in this earth. He is calling you, Freedom Ministries, to be Him in Crossed Arkansas. He is calling you, Mitchell. He is calling you to be Jesus Christ in Ashley County, everywhere that you go. Jarek, He's calling you to be a picture of Jesus Christ everywhere you go, no matter how idiotic the devil is. Because He is idiotic. And He causes people to do things. And you just want to go, but we're not of this world. We're not supposed to be acting like this world. He called us a peculiar person. I'm supposed to be different. I'm supposed to be set apart. I'm not supposed to fit in. Jesus didn't fit in, although every sinner loved him. You know, everyone loved Jesus except the religious. The religious hated him. But every sinner loved him. And he was kind. And he was gentle to them. And he showed mercy toward them. And he helped them. Because what we have to see is the God, little g, of this world has blinded our friends and our family members and those people that drive us insane. The little G God has blinded them. Just like a few years ago, I was blinded. Just the same way. We have to not forget where I came from. Because I was messed up. And I told y'all this week, that pressing came, and it wasn't Jesus that come out of me. So I'm still not, you know, what I think I am, right? Hallelujah. Turn. <laughs> Turn with me. Turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and rending your heart and not your garment. Okay, we're going to keep going in here. He says, blow the trumpet in Zion, verse 15. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children and the nursing babies. Let the bridegroom go out of his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priest who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. This is intercession. I need, to, I need to feel intercession for what is going on in our world. I need to feel intercession for what is going on in our city. I need to feel intercession for what's going on in my family. The enemy is ripping us apart, and we're just going on about our day. Oh, Lord, what's happening? No, I have dominion. I am the one that he gave me power over all the power of the enemy. I have to rise up and be who I am and drive the darkness back. That's what we are supposed to do. You are supposed to drive the darkness back. 
If you ain't driving it back, it's overtaking you. It's going to overtake your family, I'm just telling you. It's going to overtake everything you know if you don't drive it back. Monica's one person. She can't drive it back for everybody. I'm one person. I can't drive it back for everybody. You have to rise up. You have to be who you are called to be. You have to take authority. You have to stand in the face of the enemy. As, as Pastor Eileen used to say, the line is drawn and me and the devil is toe-to-toe and he's the one backing up. He's the one backing up, not me. He's the one backing up. Now that just might mean that I have to humble myself. That just might mean that. That I have to get on my knees and I have to say I'm so sorry. Even if I didn't do anything. But whatever you say, God. Whatever you say, God. If you want to use me as that whatever humble servant then use me as that humble servant because we so often yield our members to the enemy I'm talking to church we so often yield our members to the enemy and we give to that flesh and we give to that anger and that rage that's boiling on the inside of us. If you belong to Jesus Christ, you are supposed to get to the altar and find out why that rage is there. Because you are not supposed to have that in you. And I know that we don't always teach things like that. Because like Daddy said this morning, we teach easy sermons because we have to live them. And I'm standing here saying this right now. And over here, in this ear, is, oh, buddy, you fixing to have a week. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm going to push the darkness back. Because you can't have my family, you can't have my town, and you can't have my church. You cannot have them. In the name of Jesus, this belongs to us. This belongs to us. Cross at Arkansas belongs to us. If you are born again, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, this belongs to you. And you must fight for it. You must fight for it. Because he is coming with everything he's got. But he is a defeated foe. The only authority he has is what I give him. Because he has been whipped. Jesus Christ whipped him. But he still is here. And the only authority is what I give him. The only authority he has is when I sit down and I let him do. Then he's going to walk all over you and he's going to take everything. But we are warriors. We are warriors. But we, we got to get in some training. Because some of us, y'all, some of, and I did this this week, okay? I'm not just speaking to y'all. I did this this week. When, when, the, when that, the enemy came in like a flood, I, I, I got in his face. And it wasn't good. I told y'all, Jesus is not what come out of me. But that's the pressing of the Holy Ghost. Remember, remember the word last week in Ezekiel? Where he said, I'm going to put my spirit in you and I will cause you to walk in my statutes. He says, I'm going to squeeze you and press you until your manner of life is my way. That's what happens to us. And the sooner we go ahead and yield and give to him and just surrender ourselves to him, the faster that thing is over with. And the pressing can get a little easier little lighter amen because he is calling us to do something I'm telling y'all if, if we just see just just see in the spirit right now what's going on in our town not the world just our town 
Hell has come at us. Hell has, hell, y'all, hell has come at us. Because he wants this stopped. He ain't worried about coke. The devil ain't worried about, G he ain't worried, he worried about this though. I guarantee you, he's worried about those churches in Crossed Arkansas that preach the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ. He's worried about them. He's worried about those that are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and start turning this place upside down. He worried about you. He is worried that you're going to find out who you are and who your God is. He is worried that you are going to lay down all this junk that's going on in your life and become what he's called you to be. He worried about that, what God's called you to be. He is worried. You hear me? He's worried about that, and he's trying to stop it. But I'm here to tell you that we will fight together. <laughs> he ain't going to have this place. He is not going to have it. There's too many of us here that God, we, I know God placed me here. I have no doubts. He placed me here, and he didn't place me here to live in a ghost town. <laughs> he did not place me here to not have a church to go to. He did not place me here to not have no Jesus. He didn't. He placed you here. So all that war, all that mm -mm in the natural... <laughs> I know some of y'all like to fight. I know some of y'all do. Yeah, boy. My brother is one of them. Boy, he likes to fight better than he, he used to. He old man now. But when he was young, he liked to fight. He looked for fights. I'm like, wow, you want somebody to hit you? I don't understand. But anyway, that, that when we feel all of that, God can turn all that. He can turn that for him and, and, and use that in the spirit realm. And when the devil comes, you, oh, come on, we gonna, we've been tight. Yeah. That's what he wants. That's what he's trying to do in us so that we don't allow the enemy to do what he's wanting to do. We are the remnant. We are what's left. Ha! We are what's left. Hey, we are the 300. We're Gideon's 300. And we're 50. <laughs> hey, shakabasandi, andaloboshiti. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep on going with this, okay? He says, he says, then the Lord, in verse 18, then the Lord will be zealous for his land and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil. Hallelujah. He's going to provide for his people. He will provide for his people. And you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among nations. But I will remove far from you the northern army and I will drive him away in a barren and desolate land. Whenever we stand up and face the enemy, God steps on the scene and he fights with us. He fights for us. But I have to give him everything. I can't withhold stuff. I have to give him everything and then he will fight for me and you know that's what it means in, in Ephesians where it says when you've done all to stand stand that's all we have to do is square my shoulders and I'm standing and you are not knocking me down I am standing in the armor of God I am standing in the power of God I am standing and you will not have what is mine you will not have it you will not have my marriage you will not have my children you will not have my finances you will not have my grandchildren you will not have my church I keep saying it y'all he ain't gonna have it if I have to fight it all by myself that's what's gonna happen he is not having it. And I thank God that I'm not by myself. 
I thank God that there's a remnant here that wants the revival. That's what he's trying to stop. He's trying to stop the revival. Because God said, the glory of the latter house, that means the last glory, is going to be greater than the glory that you saw before. That's all him. That don't have anything to do with me being pastor. Nothing. That's what's fixing to happen in his end days. It says in Isaiah that there's gross darkness upon the earth. Does it look pretty dark? Gross darkness upon the earth. But arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. That's who you are. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And we need to rise up and stand in that glory. In the glory of Him. The enemy can't take you down. He can't. He can't. He can't do it. When I stand up, learn who I am, he's doomed. Okay. He says in um, 21, Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beast of the field, for the open pastures are springing up. See, life is coming back. Life is coming back. And the tree bears its fruit. And the fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you. The former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Your threshing floor shall be full of wheat. And the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. Thank you. You are the God of provision. So I will restore to you the years. Listen. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, and the crawling locust, the consuming locust, the chewing locust, the great army which I sent among you. Oh my goodness. He said the great army that I sent among you. What? Them locusts was chewing up everything. Them locusts was consuming everything. And he said, my goodness. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Are you his people? You will never be put to shame. <laughs> He's going to fill our threshing floors. He's going to fill our vats with oil and wine. Trust him. Trust him. He says too many times in this word that those who put their trust in me will never be brought to shame. I know things look dim. I know things look like it's hopeless, but it is not hopeless. We have a God that is watching us. We have a God that wants to take care of us. We have a God that is just wanting us to cry out to him because he says you ain't going to have no other gods before me. That's why he sent the locusts. Come on, y'all. I'm just I'm preaching the word to you right now. That's why he sent those locusts because he ain't about to have nobody. None of his people Going to be serving another God. And so many of us, my job is my God. So many of us, my job is my God. My kid is my God. Be careful. My entertainment is my God. He won't have any gods before him. If you belong to him, then you better belong to him. 
I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame, and it shall come to pass afterward. After all that, <laughs> after all that, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. And also on my men servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. In those hard times, call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. His word is true. His word is true. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance. Oh my God, y'all are Zion. We are Zion. The called of the Lord. I know it's a place over there, but you are Zion. He said, for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there shall be deliverance. As the Lord has said, among the remnant. Among the remnant whom the Lord calls. He's got his eye on the remnant. Be the remnant. Rend your heart. Turn to him with your whole heart and become that remnant that walks in the fear of the Lord. And John Bevere said it so good. He said, I'm not afraid of God like, you know, he's a big bad God. I'm afraid to be without God. I ain't letting anything come between me and him. I have to stand in awe of God Almighty. I have to stand in awe of him. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God, that we are the remnant. In Haggai 1, he talks about the remnant again. And it says, the remnant obeys and fears. That's what the remnant does. The remnant obeys and fears. In Zephaniah, he talks about the remnant. It says the remnant um, will have no deceitful tongue. Oh, my goodness, he's starting to get on us again. The remnant won't speak no lies. That's what he said. The remnant, see, the remnant watches what they do because they walk in the fear of the Lord. And I don't want to separate myself from him because sin separates me from him. And so I'm watching what I do. Don't mean I ain't going to sin. Because he who says he has no sin is a lie. And you just sinned. Okay? You see what you... But I, I, if I do fall, I am quick to say, God, forgive me. Forgive me, God. I'm, you know, and, and repentance means that I see the error of my ways and I turn from that thing. But I have to turn to him. I got to turn to something. Because if I don't turn to him, I'm going to go right back into it. I'm going to go right back into it. That's why so many of us, we, we, we come out of these addictions and we do real good for three, four, five months. But I didn't turn fully to him. So the next thing you know, I'm just a little bit at a time, just a little bit. And I'm right back in it. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know what was happening. God, you wasn't there for me. I was trying the enemy's just too big. See, that's what we, we start thinking. The enemy's too big. But it's because I didn't turn 100% to him. That's what the problem was. I did not give myself 100% to him and start going this way. And I put blinders on and I don't look to the right and I don't look to the left. And I, I'm going for him. I'm going for him. 
nothing else. I'm going to him. I don't care what the devil does. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care that she's cute. I don't care that he's, woo, he's hot. I don't care about that. I don't care that you just upset me and my go-to is let's escape. I'm, I'm focused on him and I'm going toward him. That's why we fall back. Whether it's an addiction or whether it's anger or whatever it is. Acting like a fool. That's why we turn back. That's why I fall back into stuff. Because I have not gone 100% toward him. Amen. Micah says that the remnant will make a great noise. <laughs> You're going to hear the remnant. You're going to hear the remnant. The remnant will make a great noise. The remnant will not be silent. The remnant is going to say what God is saying. The remnant's going to. Hey, hallelujah. I want to read to you out of the message. Thank you, Jesus. The message. I'm going to read to you Micah 5. If I can find Micah, because I know it's in the Bible. There we go. Micah 5. And I'm going to start at verse 5 in the message. And it says, And if some bullying Assyrian shows up, that's the devil, invades and violates our land, don't worry. We'll put him in his place and send him packing. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be putting him in his place and sending him packing. And watch his every move. Shepherd rule, shepherd rule will extend as far as needed to Assyria and all other Nimrod bullies. Our shepherd ruler will save us from old or new enemies, from everyone who invades or violates our land. They, the purged and select company of Jacob, that's the remnant. The purged and select company of Jacob will be like an island in the sea of people. The remnant is just a few. It's a, it's a little, little smidge of the whole. What's left over, what survived, what made it. They will be like dew from God and summer showers. The remnant is going to be refreshing. The remnant is going to be like a summer shower. I'm going to tell you what that word right there means. That, sh that word showers, it means bringing fertility. It means of prophetic influence. That's crazy. A shower? Showers? I mean, we just think of rain. But it means bringing fertility. That's life. Bringing fertility of prophetic influence and rain. We have to have the prophetic. The remnant will be prophetic. Speaking the breath of God with the breath of God. Ha, his now word. Amen. I'm excited about the remnant. The remnant. We're the remnant. The purged and select company will be like an island in the sea of people. They will be like dew from God, like summer showers, not mentioned in the weather forecast. That means it's going to be, uh, you know, all of a sudden, bam, there's life. <laughs> not subject to calculation, <coughs> excuse me, or control. Yes, the purged and select company of Jacob will be like an island in the sea of people. Like the king of beasts among wild beasts. Like the young lion loose in the flock of sheep. Killing and devouring the lambs. <clears throat> and no one will be able to stop him. With your arms raised in triumph over your foes. Your enemies will be no more. <laughs> the day is coming. God's decree. When there will be no more war. None. I'll slaughter your war horses and demolish your chariots. I'll dismantle military posts and level your fortifications. I'll abolish all religious black markets. Your underworld traffic in black magic. I will smash your carved and cast gods and chop down your phallic posts. 
No more taking control of the world. Worshiping what you do or make. I'll root out your sacred sex and power centers. And destroy the God defiant. In raging anger, I'll make a clean sweep of godless nations who won't listen. Amen. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord God. He's going to make a clean sweep, but it's with us. It's with us. He said, if my people who are called by my name will repent, turn from their wickedness, and pray, then I will heal your land. I will drive out all their black magic. I will drive out all their sorcery. I will drive out all of their prostitution. I will drive it all out. But we better pray. Because we're the remnant. And if we don't do it, who is? Who is going to pray? Who's going to do it if we don't? And that's what he's calling you to. He's calling you to be that purged and pure one who will stand in the gap, who will stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the enemy. And you are not a defeated person. You are not defeated. You were not created to be defeated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, Lord, raise up. Raise up a remnant here, God. Raise up those who are purged and tried, God. Raise up your remnant here, God. We want to be that remnant in Crossed, Arkansas, that cries out for this nation, God. We want to be that remnant that stands toe-to-toe -to -toe with the enemy, God, and we push him out of our city. We push him out of our state, and we push him out of our nation, God. We want to be that remnant, God. We want to be that remnant. In the name of Jesus, Father, I'm asking you to look down upon us and see us as remnant that walks in the fear of the Lord, but not the fear of the enemy. Fear of the Lord, not fear of the enemy. I ask you to see us as that remnant God that looks to you as the author and finisher of our faith, God, that looks to you as our provider, God, that looks to you as our deliverer, God, that we turn to you 100%. With all my heart, I turn to you, God. And I rend my heart and not my garments, God. I thank you that you have spoken to us Thank you, Lord. And we stand on that word. And I thank you that you count us as remnant that loves you more than we love anything or anyone else, God. You come first in everything, in all ways. You come first. I thank you for seeing Freedom Ministries as that right there. In the name of Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in with us. If this word ministered to you, please consider sowing a seed to Freedom Ministries at freedomministriescrossit.com. We have made it available to you on the giving page. Thank you again. Go and be blessed. In Jesus' name.